0: This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast,
1: with the forces of the tomb finally defeated.
2: You've dealt a serious blow to the Storm Tyrant's army by killing now. Urathash? Yeah. Urathash and Skirkatla. And disbanding their armies. And disbanding their armies. An even greater evil waits. Other situation you have is that with Skirkatla dead, you now have her gear, specifically her armor, which. Brander has demanded of you. And now the
0: heroes have
2: a choice.
0: He swears he's not our enemy, but yet feels like he's playing us. Fight. And I'm perfectly willing to fight this
3: person, but I'm just trying to act tactically here and see what our best options are.
1: Or make a deal with the devil. Do we give Brander this armor? I don't know if we can even... Touch this man, he's so powerful. Or it may be an opportunity to barter, but I don't like making deals with people
4: that evil. The adventure continues. What negotiation is there with a man who wears my daughter's face? No.
1: Greetings, my friends. It's your boy, Grant Berger, a.k.a. Baron Ashpeak. I'm going to keep this brief so you can get straight to the action. Go! We're one week away from PaizoCon in our live show at Numo's in downtown Seattle, and I'm excited. If you're coming to PaizoCon, be sure to head to our events, Warhorn. If you want to GM or play in Pathfinder or Starfinder games, that will be held at Glass Cannon HQ. Just go to Warhorn.net and search Glass Cannon. We'll also be doing tabletop free play in there all day and night with board games, card games, and maybe some GCP after dark where the night is dark and full of terrors. With that out of the way, holy crap, we're done with book four. And as Axl Rose once said, where do we go now? Well, we go straight to book five starting now with episode 207.
2: Can you believe it? Oh, I can't. Can you believe that we finished book four? You gotta believe. (laughs) You gotta believe. (laughs) You gotta believe. Doug McGraw over here. What's up? Uh, <laughs> Do you know how many episodes book four was? Too many. Ballpark. Two. I know the answer. Two. Many. Uh, <laughs> two <laughs> episodes it was more than two. Many. 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 72. 72. Very close. Very close. two. Sixty-four. No. 74 episodes. Oh, man. Essentially 74. 132 was, like, dealing with umlo's death, Della's death, and Brander's oh, whoa, theft whoa, whoa, of whoa. her body. Spoilers. Nestor's double cross. <laughs> That was the start. To me, that's the start of book five. That's like you know you've you've you book beat four. the boss. Excuse me, book four. Yeah, that 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 to me is truly the start of book four. So that's one thirty two. So seventy four episodes. Let's take some bids on how many eps you think book five will be. Now I'll tell you this. I don't think it's going to be like book four again. I I knew going in book Much four longer. was going to be a beast. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't. I really don't think so. I think that this. You know, this is going to be very new for us. This is very high-level combat. These are level 13 characters going up against CR 13, 14, 15, sometimes maybe even 16 encounters. Uh, You know, this is going to require a lot of us uh, to really stretch our limits of what we're comfortable with. I mean, Skid, did you get to book five of... um We actually got to book
5: six. You did get to book uh, six. Of
2: uh, Rise of the Lord. All right, so you played through a book five. Joe, you played through a book five, Council of Thieves. I did, yeah. We started book five. And you know what? Book five
5: of Council of Thieves in my game was shorter, was markedly shorter than book four, which was Mm -hmm. the longest and most epic book, book uh, of it. the series, yeah. Yeah, I felt like Jade things Region like was Things yeah. like sped up. I don't know, there's something about high-level combat that lends it to, I mean, this is some of the criticisms that you get with uh, the uh, mythical combat. Hmm. It's like, there, there's some things in high-level combat that kind of lend themselves to like, Initiative wins out It's like the initiative Rolls come down And if you get that Blast power out first And you get the first Full uh, attack actions off Just like Boom 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 And people just die Like so fast Yeah So uh, encounters tend to be A little shorter If you know the rules Uh, They tend to be A little (laughs) shorter
2: I'm gonna say 55 episodes Wow Well, no one knows better than you. Well, I'm Uh, just picking a number out of my ass. I'm aiming for
5: 50. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go a hard go the under? Yeah, I'm going to go 41 episodes. Wow. Wow. 41. Yeah. Okay, okay. Book one was like 29. But book two
2: was what? I think it was like 30, and then 40, and then 50, and then 74. (laughs) Yeah. I'm saying saying we're going to speed it up. Okay. I do think it's going to be faster. Uh, Grant, what do you think? I'm going to go with. 48 48 okay oh gee this would be great if we got this done under a year matthew you're you're the classic pessimist the classic 5-2 pessimist pessimist. (laughs) the ones you read about
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> like you read about i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick 49 Ooh. Just oh, wow. oh just because it's perfect oh wow Just screw oh, over grant. thanks so much <laughs> wow what? i hope you bust big time buddy. one dollar one dollar grant he's not gonna remember these wagers in three episodes but we have people but people who do that will for us people will
2: uh skip what are you thinking You're uh, i'm gonna go with the
3: mets he just mentioned the famous mets that saying the you gotta believe you gotta believe about, you gotta believe, uh, you gotta believe. Well, the Mets number 1962, 1962 62 Inaugural
2: year of the Mets so 62 episodes So Skid's taking the over Okay
4: yeah. It'll be interesting to see I thought you were going to With 41 The number of the great Tom Seaver uh, Or 42 the number, of the
5: number of wins That they got the year that they were Didn't I just pick 42 I did right
2: Get a room you two. Oh. And okay. watch the <laughs> Mets And watch the Mets together In the room in Oh no it was room. 40 It was actually 41 so. I'm gonna be really interested To see how it all plays out I, I mean, intend to do
5: no role play In the book So I think that's gonna <laughs> Speed it up Yeah a little bit. that'll be good I hate Like I'll shut play. down Anytime somebody it. starts role playing I'm just gonna shut it down Yeah yeah How are you gonna do that Joe i
2: don't know i have to role play it i'll figure it out (laughs) yeah (laughs) you'll figure it out in a moment Um, (laughs) Yeah, i don't know i don't know it's gonna be very interesting i mean there was a lot of information just dumped on you obviously you're not aware of the vault of thorns information um but for baron especially you know it's one thing to go in there and defeat the witch fires it's another thing to pick up the remains of your friends and all of their belongings. I'm assuming you guys picked up every single bit of their belongings, oh, anything yeah. they were carrying. And then you take Skirkotler's And uh, their remains. And their remains, yeah. Puts Pembroke in a jar. Um, you grab all of Skirkotler's stuff, including her armor that Brander specifically asked you for. Um, then you go into her cenotaph, and you see the date of her rise from the dead. Sorry, what is that word? Cenotaph? Yeah, what's that word? Um, It's uh, a monument to someone who is buried elsewhere, especially one commemorating people who died in a war. Huh. So a cenotaph is for someone who died.
4: M- maybe they didn't recover elsewhere. their body or it's something. It's like the,
3: the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier or yeah. something. It's like, that's that's it's a cenotaph.
4: Yes. Huh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, An empty tomb or monument erected in honor of a person or group of people whose remains are elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. the initial tomb for a person who has since been reinterred elsewhere. Uh, oh. well, in her case, she was reinterred
2: she uninterred herself on Earth. Um, and then you took her out. Baron uses his... Stone cutting. I was very excited to give you since you've been asking for two hundred six episodes, and it feels good. But I think it's the second time it came in handy. (laughs) And uh, you find a room full of treasure, as well as a map to a dormant volcano where there's an elite training academy, and the volcano is called Ash Peak.
1: That's um, not exactly what I was hoping for. Mm. I was hoping that it may have been more of like a summer vacation destination the ash peak mountain where i found out everything that's going on
5: with my
2: characters yeah yeah like but, after uh, book six we would go yeah. to ash peak and close out your story
5: like a hawaiian island right tiki bars all yeah. i music. could think
2: during the Skirkotla fight when death was staring you in the face 17 times i'm like is baron going to die in right. the room one room away from finding out um, about <laughs> Ashpeak. That's all I could think. Oh, man. All I could think. And I'm I, like this is unbelievable poetry I, if this happens.
1: I still wake up in cold sweats just when you roll those D6s to see who you're going to attack with the yeah. witch flames. Yeah. Like, ah, ah. I could have
5: died. <laughs> a, my, my, my
1: wife's <laughs> like, what's the matter? Like, what's
5: wrong with you? And I'm like, don't worry nerd <laughs> stuff. It was even.
2: It was even. All I could think was <laughs> Dalgrith walking in there or, you know, and, and reading and finding Ash Peak and then just watching you be sad. Oh, brutal. 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 Well, it's a new book. I want to jump a new in. Book. I, I really want to set the tone for this book. Book 5. This is very exciting. We're two books away from finishing this story, finishing this podcast and closing the business down. Yes. All right. Yes. So,
1: liquidation sale
2: coming up in 3 years. I, everything must go. <laughs> everything must go. I want to start this book off the right way by setting the tone. I know I've been a little Chatty Kathy over here I was gonna say lately, but I got I got one more scene. A really long guys. fucking epic really scene narrated by Troy. It's not that long. But I we gotta set the tone, man. <laughs> you can ride that long, bro. Not that long. Like that, that was four or five to, pages. That was your kind of Voice. <laughs> it's fucking fifteen minutes. I want you to settle in. Especially you at home. Yeah, you. You know who I'm talking about. I see you right there. Put put your blinker off. You, don't, you don't Close your it. eyes. Pull over to the side of the road. Close your eyes. <laughs> I want you to imagine the sound of horse hooves trotting
4: over. Another
1: episode of Joe's Total Competence. Just,
3: I, fucking, I really love that. I, I'm,
2: looking, I love,
4: I'm looking. It, it the has wave no form. <laughs> place in our podcast. This a
2: giant blob of sound. There's never a moment when that sound will be appropriate on this show. <laughs> the waveform looks like the big
3: red furry monster from Warner <laughs> Brothers. Leave the, the Bugs Bunny. Oh, <laughs> he has
2: a name. That guy. Okay. He does. Uh, Rufus. Ruf- I think it is Rufus. I think it's yeah. Rufus, yeah. The, modular, the uranium pew modulator. <laughs> uh, I want you to imagine the sound of horse hooves trotting over earth and stone. Matthew, give me a little foley work on that.
4: I'm not, I'm not a foley artist. Okay, okay, yeah, that was pretty bad. Was pretty Clop. bad. Clip, clap, clip, The sounds
2: clip, clap. continue. Where are my coconuts? And yeah. <laughs> what? riddle on a horse. <laughs> the sounds continue, and then we see the actual horses, just their legs. It looks like three horses riding side by side. We pan up, and astride the horses are three Shawanti warriors. Oh. Two men and one woman. Oh. They're garbed in heavy furs with longbows at their back. Behind them is a wooden cart drawn by another female rider. And inside the cart are several Shawanti women, some young, some very old. As they ride along, they all see the skeletal remains of a horse over towards the side of this pathway, and they bow their heads as they pass. Side by side, they ride in silence through a narrow pass in the rock where clearly some sort of barricade once existed, and then out into an open mountain wasteland, the leader What appears to be the leader holds his hand up and the rest of the group stops. He then points in the distance to a massive cathedral built right into the mountain itself. The enormous double doors at the front of the Cathedral of Minderhall stand wide open, letting sunlight spill into the nave. As Farron and her budding congregation of both small folk and giants go about their daily duties rebuilding this cathedral, Farron hears a sound and turns to see, silhouetted by the sun, three mounted warriors on horseback just outside the entryway. It's probably been a long time since Farron has glimpsed Shawanti, but she immediately knows why they're here. As the warriors dismount their horses and enter, Farron moves slowly towards a side room in the cathedral, opens the door. Three mops fall out and a bottle of Windex. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it.
5: She just kicks the cleaning supplies back in. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on,
2: Farron. Sorry the cleaning guy's off this week. Uh, And she pulls out the body of four bears. (laughs)
5: <laughs> oh, you know what, Matthew? Sorry. You didn't have to pull the mic closer to your lap Yes,
4: I did It's really sorry. rude
2: I Imagine won. a giant fumbling with Moffitt <laughs> <laughs> Pledge, kicking pledge
4: bottles <laughs> Sorry, and it's sorry. like oh, I know it's here somewhere <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm
2: sorry She pulls out the body of four It's the back. lack of respect that hurts the most <laughs> No,
4: that's, you worked
1: really hard yeah. on it And then he just sh- chat on your face. Yeah, it's the pulls out the body. It's <laughs> yeah. <of> like <laughs>
5: <laughs> also I,
1: I. Oh, oh,
4: here it is. <laughs>
1: While I feel terribly for Joe, I also deeply identify with this. Every time I have to use a mop in my house, it's just always just things fall on me. Yeah. I don't know how to
5: use it, and then I beg my wife to do it for this me. This is an indictment against badly organized
2: closets. More than anything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So exactly. Back, the giants are not immune to this sort of no small world problem. This is
3: an expose. I
2: mean, you, <laughs> like
3: in the, in, the, in the best
2: sixty minutes tradition. Well, after kicking all of the supplies aside, she pulls out four bears. He's wrapped in linens. It's very regal. <laughs> it's got some weird stains on the linen, but that's not the point. That's not the point of this it's a creosote. He walks towards. She walks towards the warriors, holding the body. As she stops before the leader in the center, there is a moment of stillness. There's a thick tension permeating the air as these ancient enemies, Giant and Showanti, stand now in this sacred place under a flag of truce, reflecting on yet another death the war between their people has brought. The center horseman motions for the slag giant to join him outside, so they walk out together, and the congregation slowly follows to watch at the doorway as the warriors and Farron walk down those long steps of the cathedral to the ground where the wagon awaits. Out of the back of the wagon, the female rider helps an elderly woman make the high step down to the earth. The older woman is short and stooped with age, but somehow her mere presence seems to rival even Farron's size. She cranes her neck so that she can look Farron in the eye. The two pause for a moment before the old woman nods once and steps aside. Farron respectfully carries the body to the wagon and gently loads it in while the flanking warriors keep their hands low, no doubt on weapons unseen beneath their furs. Once the body is loaded, the old woman... Refusing help from the younger woman this time Pulls herself into the back of the wagon Sits on a crude bench And just rests her hands on Forebear's body She then turns to Farron And speaks in giant to her The Boneyard Has become a training ground Where death walks with blade in hand The dormant armies of hell are finally erupting. Yet all pale in comparison to the tyrant who rides the storm. She looks up at the cathedral, then back to Farron and her congregation. All will crumble, all will be lost. The rider gives the reins a whip and Farron stands aside as two of the warriors trot out ahead of the wagon while one lingers to guard the rear. And as the Shawanti fade from sight back into Minderhall's valley, Farron can hear the old woman's mournful song echoing across the valley. You now find yourselves back in the secret room Attached to Skirkotla's Cenotaph You've now learned That an elite Training academy Of giants Exists In a dormant Volcano Sitting high In the Minespin Mountains Called Ashpeak You think back Baron Was the only one That was there Of Fijimon Talking about Going south What an honor It would be To be sent south hmm Now you know Where south is
4: Whatever happened to Fiji
2: Mom? He's, uh, he's, dead. <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> uh, why do we laugh? Because uh, people don't vaccinate their kids. <laughs> it's measles. It's Scarecard. Yeah, he died of measles. He's a yeah, he it's measles outbreak. Yeah, I, like.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why uh, I'm laughing. It's uh, not hey, funny. Hey,
2: man. That's what happens. Yeah. Frost it's not giants, funny at all Frost giants have very low intelligence <laughs> did, did that also Because you'd have to have extremely low intelligence <laughs> To not vaccinate to your not children not vaccinate your fucking children yes. So that's how Fitzgiband that, died There you go Have you gotten your
4: booster on this? Or?
2: I haven't I haven't, no But I, I, my son just got his at nine months Because we're traveling internationally And I was like, alright Normally you get it a year was like, we better get this Because there are a lot of dumb frost giants out there <laughs> <laughs> They're ruining this for everybody else <laughs> so yeah, sadly, now we know the fate of <laughs> oh, oh, <measles>. man! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the flat earther, too
4: that was, that, was, that was the kicker has no, got no, a lot no, of weird thoughts not, It wasn't fijimon that was the flat earther or the anti-vaxxer <laughs> He just lived in a community Yeah, yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> right It's all about herd immunity <laughs> Yeah, exactly Yeah <laughs> According to this
2: map, oh man, this <laughs> volcano looks to be over a hundred miles south of Skirgard, <sighs> no. and you can also tell from studying the map that the entrance is located, looks to be located on the western side of the mountain, somewhere near the base. So you've ar- you're armed with a lot of information. I want to hand you out a map that I've been waiting to hand out to you guys. For a long, long time. Oh, oh no. is wow. our I mean, next We garden? have not
5: gotten handed a map in seventy-two episodes yeah, so. at least.
2: This is a map of the Mindspin Mountains. Uh, this is from the Giant Slayer Map Folio, and the reason I couldn't hand it out is because Ash Peak is on there. Oh, wow. Wow. I think back in our Tumblr days or something, I might even have posted half of this map once to show the distance between True Now and. Uh, like Ghost Light Marsh And everything's on there You see True Now up top You see oh, Trunau, yeah. the, the River-esque Ghost Marsh yeah, esque river. And then there Red Lake wow. Fort's on here too Nargram's Tomb yeah. Wow, we Yanderhoff? really could have used this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yanderhoff. Yeah, Yanderhoff's there. The Bloodsworn Vale. There, Corvosus, Gal, Corvosa! S- hey, Corvosa! Cor- yeah, no yeah, you knew that this that's Bloodsworn Vale separated skeleton and all of these uh,
4: places from Corvosa. Skierguard could basically be a winter retreat for people in Corvosa. Yeah, like it's the tokenos. Por- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: totally.
2: We're gonna go to but it's Skiergard. But look at how far <laughs> you've gone. Look at Re- this brochure. See, uh, see Red Lake Fort is up there? Uh, yeah. If you, so you see it true now, goes up the Kestrel, turns to the S, there's Red Lake Fort. you guys went all the way up there. Then you came back and made your way to Nargrim's Tomb. You see that? Yeah. Shinniman's Fortune is there, and then there's Minderhall's Valley. From there, you decided to go to Yanderhof before heading straight through Bloodsworn Vale, where you met the Shawanti, where Lork was reincarnated. Then, from there, you went to the only reasonable settlement where you could do some business Skelt uh, and then from there straight to Skiergard now if wow. you look continuing south wow. there is not a lot going on between Skirgard and Ash Peak. there looks to be two settlements Glimmerhold which is a dwarven city that is kind of smack dab in the southern part of the mine spins um, and then there is Kragudan which is uh, sort of to the east of the mine mines, yeah. here, um, and that is a dwarven sky citadel.
1: Oh my Ooh. God, I want to go to a sky citadel. One what the, is a one of the last ten uh,
2: remaining citadels? So the dwarves were underground when the Starstone uh, came to town, basically, and when the Earth shook, they realized that they could come out. I'm paraphrasing a lot. Of quest for Sky, the, Quest for Sky, and they wanted to come out. Um, but doing so. But they had also to fight left,
5: through the orcs to get there.
2: Right. And it also left the world open to the Darklands because they were very closely connected to the Darklands in their underground mountain holds. So of the all the Sky Citadels that still remain, I think ten of them are still under Dwarven control. And didn't we
1: have was Rag from a a place that
2: used to be a Sky Citadel and was taken down? I think Rag was from he f- fought in the fighting pits of Urgeer, which is an That's settlement. an Orc city. Yeah, yeah. I think that
1: used to be Urghir used to be a Sky City. It might have, it might yeah.
2: have, and then yeah, now it's it's taken over by Orcs. Yeah, basically, Kragadan or- is a big deal.
5: The Orcs fought, like, had to fight through, or the Dwarves had to fight through the Orcs to get to the surface, and in doing so, the Orcs kept falling back and falling back and falling back. Until they were on the surface Right And the dwarves Were on the surface And now their war
2: uh, Took to the surface
4: And, and a lot, lot of people Blame the, the dwarves so They're basically Big fortresses
2: Right Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Big underground fortresses If you have played Any Skyrim It's perp, the Dwerger Or Dwerger, or how do you say it Dwerger Dwerger, Dwerger. Dwerger. Aren't those aren't, There's like There's one level That is a perfect Well it's the ancient guys, it, it, well. Yeah it's the, it's the abandoned places that have No like No you're talking The Dwemer. Dwemer Dwemer Dwemer, that's it, Dwemer right. ruins Yeah Not Dwemer Um do you want more? Anyways, um, Crackdown would be uh, a big, big deal. Glimmerhold might be a little bit harder to reach, where it's smack dab in the mountains. But you could, because I'm assuming you're going to want Glimmerhold. A, a settlement looks like Helms Deep. Like, it's, like, tucked into the
5: mountains, like, very deeply. The mountain's all behind it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's only one way in, one way out kind yeah. of thing.
2: Yeah, and you would think uh, Kragadan is probably very similar, very hard to reach, but at least you could travel. You wouldn't have to travel through the mountains to get to, you know, the main area around there, whereas Glimmerhold, you'd have to go straight through the mountains from yeah. Um Can we travel by river? I mean, it looks like the best ways to travel are by river. And, uh, yeah, I don't think it's we impossible to travel better. via air right yeah you can travel via air yeah now things are a little bit different uh you know gone are the days when you could just blink to Skelt or Minderhall's Cathedral now even though Metro clearly has the ability to teleport she's never been to either of those two places you have to have at least viewed a location once to use teleport unless you have greater teleport now She has been to true now But knowing that Gell is gone And that Sir Will And this other Ashpeak are gone By the way You didn't even mention The other Ashpeak I don't know if you did that On purpose or not Um, What other Ashpeak? The other Ashpeak Adriel Ashpeak
4: Right He was an Ashpeak Right How soon we forget? I forgot he was an Ashpeak But only six episodes ago man he was kind of mean to me
2: <laughs> There was a time When going to Trunau Seemed like a great idea Right now It's not I, I don't know You guys can do Whatever you
4: want But I don't see oh, no. There's also a lake Not too far from Ash Peak The Usk Lake Usk, mm-hmm. ah, okay. mm-hmm. Off the Usk River They might have a nice little You know Retreat
5: there B&B well, b we can get involved. In uh, get, a, the, get, a, get ourselves a pontoon. The question that keeps up A couple on, cases mm-hmm. of Miller Lite. You love a <laughs> pontoon. I've never met someone who loves a pontoon as much as you. Oh, man. He can fish and swim. What the <laughs> <hell>? <laughs> And drink a hundred beers and get sunburned. No There's no group of people that
3: could use a break at a lake house more than this particular That's group true. of people.
5: That's 100% true. Can't you just give us a couple days on the lake? For God's sake, if you watch Star Trek Next Generation, every other episode is
3: just like, well, not much to do this week, let's just hang out and like, go to the uh, holodeck. It doesn't
5: really end well any of those times. Though. No, but
3: I mean, still, it ends fine. There's plenty of downtime. <laughs> plenty of downtime.
5: <laughs> they play poker? They well, play not, po- yeah, they play poker. We're not going to finish in 42 episodes with any downtime, no, kid. let's <laughs> go. Let's get this show on the road. <laughs> which river are we taking? I just <laughs> wanted to
3: point out the the incredible amount of downtime on Star Trek Next Generation.
4: Yeah, agreed. I mean, space is a, is a vast frontier. Space. Yeah, there's a
2: lot of travel involved. I can tell you right now, just looking at the map, assuming a base land speed of 30 feet, it would take over 12 days uh, to hike through the mountains to get to Ash Peak on the map if you just went straight there. If you want to stop at a settlement, which I would assume you'd want to do to gear up to Find out what the scuttlebutt is and whatnot. Then you're you're pretty much your two options are Glimmerhold and Cragadan. I mean, it's not like the world is going to end tomorrow. You've dealt a serious blow to the Storm Tyrant's army by killing now. Uh, what was the guy from Book Three? I can't even think. Urathosh, yeah, Urathosh and Skirkatla, um, but and disbanding their armies and disbanding their armies. But this elite training academy, the best of the best, still exists. <laughs> It's just so crazy that there are these little settlements
1: that seem to be on the side of the small folk and then just dotted among these mountains from from north to south are just little outcroppings where these giants are. It just seems crazy. Yeah. Can I ask one other question? This may be asking too much. Yeah. There's no, um, well, I have two questions, actually. Ah. One, you brought up Ash Peak being dormant again and again. Mm Mm-hmm. Can we know how long it's been dormant
2: for, or like? I mean, that's an interesting. That's something you might detail. want to ask about at one of these places okay. where you just found out about the existence of it seconds ago. You wouldn't know. Right. Knowledge that. geology. <laughs>
3: um, well, geography. <laughs> if yeah, there, that is a skill.
1: Well, I imagine. I imagine you added that for flavor, not that it's written on the map. Like what? this is dormant. No,
2: no, no. It says dormant. It does. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I just gave you straight out of the book. Weird. Just give um, me the straight dope. The other question is. We got... There's an entrance into the volcano, so that also lets you know that it's dormant because they're training inside of it. That's crazy.
4: That's really cool. So it's basically, like I said in the last episode, Blofeld's Lair.
2: Yes. It's Blofeld's Lair. That is... It's uh, very... Uh,
3: very uh, um, uh, is that you only live twice.
4: The perhaps most racist of the bomb films, but yes, still, and, it's not, and that's saying something. Most hey. of the '70s <laughs> ones were <laughs> that, that's yeah, pretty heavily. <laughs> the only slice is one of the '60s ones. <laughs> All right. yeah. they,
3: they didn't have Sean Connery made up to look like as if he wanted to be a person of Japanese descent. That that
4: was what happened in. You only lived twice. Yeah. But (laughs) I will say, when I was... (laughs) And they refer to it as becoming... I'm making air quotes. Becoming Japanese. Yes. It's really... cut. And you who wrote that screenplay? Who? Roald Dahl.
2: Oh, there you go. Oh, Charlie.
4: Yeah. Apparently, he also did... Well, he's a known scumbag, right? Known scumbag. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
5: And I will say that when I was
3: in living in Japan, as I did briefly... The entire time, I had the theme from "You Only Live Twice" running through my head, and I didn't know why until I got back and I watched that movie.
2: <laughs> Who sings
4: the theme to that one? I believe it's Nancy Sinatra, right?
2: Uh, no. Is it you How does it go? only live twice, or
4: so it seems. Or
3: so it seems. I love Bonte. Once for your life, and once for your
5: dreams. <laughs> But I, like I just
3: Nancy's, i just had the like i had that running through my head That's the entire word. time I, was there. I, I, was
4: there I i i this their their racism aside i do have a deep love of the bond movies i also oh yeah, yeah. mostly the not racist ones well but even like um, are there any
3: well what, what was the the voodoo one
2: Oh, that's what my favorite. Oh, I love that movie. That's my favorite Bond movie. Really? Yeah. yeah.
4: I find that one so boring.
2: Oh, really? I love. Uh, no, I love that movie too. That's one of the first ones that I really got into. The yep. Solitaire, Jane, Seymour. Jane Seymour. It's, it's Jane Seymour. beautiful. Yes, oh, my God.
4: My favorite Bond movie is from Russia with Love.
2: Yeah, I that, love that's that the is, one. That's oh,
4: I started yeah. That is either
3: that or Goldfinger is my 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 pick for
4: best ever Bond movie. Yeah. The Spy Who Loved Me is also a great Bond film. Oh, and a great.
2: Carly Simon does that one. That's so great. Yeah. Carly the Spy who song. Loved loved me. That's a Marvin Hamler song. Da, 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 da. You know, she doesn't like being on camera. Anyways, let's. Joe is so bored. Our episode count is going up by the fucking minutes!
5: <laughs> <laughs> let's
3: get this show on the I road picked, I picked high. That's why I'm, I'm, buffing, <laughs> I'm you're buffering.
2: Have you you're buffering. Right you're right now. You're milking it. Joe, have you ever seen a Bond movie? I saw GoldenEye was the first Bond movie I ever saw. I knew it was going to be like (laughs) 90s Bond. Uh, You know, I went back
5: and specifically because they all came out on Prime, and I watched like the first three or four. uh, With it was Connery, right? Yeah, Uh, that's from Russia with Love. It's one of those. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that was that was the second one. And they or were really movie. good And I don't I have a problem sometimes With old movies Like I, mean, <laughs> I thought
2: it was but, gonna be like oh, Yeah I saw Honor of Majesty's Secret Service I That's think. actually a great that movie That is a, a great, great La- movie with Lazenby's with only With uh, the, with the boys, Yeah Yeah, yeah. Alright Are they clever <laughs> And witty. Yeah? I have
4: such yeah. like Fond specific memories of, Like my best friend In middle school and I Like during the winter months When it, were, like, it was like Snow days left and right It was watching Bond movies And playing Ocarina of Time <sighs> Man, that sounds good it was That's, really good yeah.
3: my, my best friend and I would like, we'd watch at his
4: dad's house we'd watch a bunch of like bomb movies I remember careless days when you could just do whatever it was so great I mean I was I, was, you- I was in middle school I was miserable <laughs> that was like the one bit of solace well, you were the tiniest that? kid in class. What do you think? Unfortunately, I was not the tiniest kid in class. Just beat
2: you up and peed on you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the front of every and, line. And now the Bond conversation is worth it.
3: That so, was Bond's backstory, yeah. I think. That's how he tiniest. became
2: 007. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I waited for Grant to play. <laughs> <laughs> He a spin tank on his computer. <laughs> oh, my God. It's oh, double 00, oh, but his backstory oh. is all number one. <laughs> Oh, my God. Guys, let's talk about the treasure. Right, let's get back to the show that we're doing. Can we, Grant, please? You're, you've got us too far off track. <laughs> let's talk about the treasure inside of this secret Oh, my secret God. Room. You want to talk about the axe? Let's hear. Listen. I'm going to roll spellcraft checks all day. I'm going to eventually tell you what this stuff is. It's a large frostblood axe Oh, frost! not just blood? sound fun? Frostblood axe? But it has axe.
5: to be worse than the axe she was holding, right? Because like, why right. would you store the better she, one? She
2: didn't bring out her B-axe <laughs> It is a ooh! It's pretty cool. It's a plus one frost wounding battle axe. Ooh, that's really cool. Sacrifices the souls of those it kills to the foul gods of the frost giants. So it's when you kill someone, you're sacrificing that to the frost giant. Mm -hmm. little dicey! Whenever it kills a creature with at least one hit die, every creature you'll face for the rest of the game, as an immediate action, the wielder can either activate divine favor on himself or bless on himself and his allies. That's oh, kind of fun. That's okay. interesting, and it's a plus one frost wounding battle axe. Wounding—I don't know what the wounding special thing does, but that was flavorful. At least I used—I remembered this. What is it? Ugh, wounding, I forget now. But it, it, it deals it's one cool. point of bleed damage when it hits a critch- creature. Multiple hits from a wounding weapon increase the bleed damage. Oh, yeah. So it bleed damage stacks. Crits do not multiply it. So that's pretty. Uh, pretty. Uh, pretty cool weapon. Why don't you give it to Dalgrith, who does nothing?
3: <laughs> we don't, at the moment, really have anyone who can wield it effectively anyway.
5: No, so no. It's probably... What kind of axe is it? Battle uh, Battleaxe? axe? Frost axe? No, I mean the size. It's uh, base weapon large. property. Oh. No, no, I'm not talking about that either. Is it a two-handed weapon or a one-handed weapon for a large creature?
4: <laughs> it's a battle axe.
5: Yeah. It's that One, that one-handed. One-handed, yeah. But it would be two-handed, two-handed, for a medium creature to use. But yeah. it would, even if you size it down. No, no, not if you size it down. Oh. We'll never get to the cathedral again.
2: So yeah, yeah, that's something <laughs> we should probably talk about. <laughs> we can horn. get to the cathedral. Yep. Let's it, talk about the drinking horn of bottomless valor. Oh, oh, that my, is oh that. my God! God. Doesn't that sound awesome for yes, that crew? Yes, it really does Ten, actually the castor lo- Oh my god I could just see
5: Dalgraith, Baron, and Jimmer Just like passing yeah, this,
2: horn, this horn! horn Let me tell you what this fucking thing does This horn is bound with fittings of gold And decorated with ornate carvings Depicting scenes of glorious battle A fully charged horn has three charges And they're renewed each day so long as it has at least one charge remaining You can command to fill it with mead You can command it to fill itself with mead yeah. or Any type of booze You'd be like Gin
3: <laughs> can't uh, fill that's, it. You, that's, you know that's what
2: Grant would say Straight gin <laughs> Old man. gin burger over here Wait you just
4: said You can fill it with mead Of any type of booze Mead or mead, an, mead or Or Or, 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 or any type of you booze.
2: <laughs> One charge. When you dr- when you can, a creature can spend one or more charges while drinking to gain the following benefits. One charge. Just puff, give. Puff, puff, pass. <laughs> the drinker gains 1d8 temporary hit points as from an aid spell, which lasts for one minute. Using one charge is similar to drinking a potion. Standard action and provokes. Two charges. You get 1d8 plus five temporary points. And you're enlarged Oh from, Like enlarged person For five minutes To use two charges The drinker must spend A full round drinking From the horn Which always provokes Three charges You ready for this? Yeah yeah. 1d8 plus 10 Temporary Bo- Really bogarting Enlarged for 10 minutes and gains the benefit of a hero- heroism spell. Oh, wow. As shit. As it's shit. It, You just have, have to spend two full round actions drinking from the horn. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. So now we're going to look so fucking at heroism uh, you're gonna plus great. two Heroism's morale great. bonus to attack, saves, and skills. Yeah. Yep.
4: Pretty 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 sweet. That's the game I just ran for our hundred dollar Patreon subscribers, someone cast heroism and it ruined my day as a GM. Ooh, yeah, good that's enough. enough. When people good are like enough.
2: just like just missing, they will no longer miss. It was a good time. You also get an insistent door knocker.
5: This you iron, mentioned the door, the knock door knocker. knocker yeah. And I resisted and I, was the, saying, I was like, I'm curious for this. What this is knockers? Very interesting. <laughs>
2: what? This treasure chest had you, some doctor. great knockers. <laughs> this iron gargoyle face holds an iron ring in its mouth. Once per day, when the flat back of the gargoyle face is placed against a wall, floor, or ceiling, it fuses into place, creating a usable door. Yes! And penetrating the space beyond Amazing. up to one foot as if, as if using passwall. Wow. Oh, wow! Oh my God! Speaking the uh, insistent door knocker, speaking the command word again, ask, ends the passwall effect, and then the thing pops back up, and you can—that's amazing! That's great! So you can just be like, if this is—if this is only one foot thick, I can just create a wall out of nothing. That's a door. Yeah, and
5: there. one foot yeah. thick is thick. Like most things are going to be uh, thinner than that, so we yeah. should be yes, good.
2: yes. Maybe not volcano walls, but still pretty. Oh, cool. okay, great. So just immediately nerf it. Thanks, Troy. So just uh, sell it. <laughs> A marble mastodon figure okay. of wondrous this is what, power. Uh, what is this? Tell. I'm so excited about this.
5: Yeah, these figurines are usually so amazing. Badass. All
2: right, so it, it functions like a marble elephant. However, this was going to work a little bit different. So let me tell you about the mar- marble elephant figurine of wondrous power. This is the largest of the figurines of wondrous power, being about yeah. the size of a human hand. Oh, yeah. Upon utterance of the command word... A marble elephant grows to the size and specifications Of a true elephant (laughs) The animal created from the statuette Is fully obedient to the figurine's owner Serving as a beast of burden A mount or a
4: combatant Amazing. This I particular one I just complaining that we're not going to have any summon creatures
2: Instead of creating an, a, an elephant It creates a woolly mammoth <laughs> That
5: is what <laughs> I am talking and wait, and wait, about Wait, is it a one time use? Or does it like
2: shrink down again? Like no, stature can, use can be used eight. four times per month four Oh, times per that's month. cool For wow. up to 24 hours at a time Wow So you're oh. telling me we could actually
5: ride down so we're 100% riding a woolly mammoth <laughs> Hell yeah No one will
4: see To Glimmertown <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> To Glimmertown Oh, they should know we're coming <laughs> We're
5: going to Glimmertown Yeah, we're going to come in know. like Aladdin Like when he's all fucking <laughs> squared away
2: Just a staff like, Blowing horns and oh, Is bark. a staff of frost Tipped on either end with a glistening diamond Pembroke would have loved this This rune-covered staff allows use of the following spells One charge, Ice Storm Two charges, wall of ice Three charges, cone of cold Oh my I think I can do stuff Speaking of cone of cold Anybody have an open headband slot? Yep, yep. Well then you might be interested in the winter wolf headband ah, Oh, I remember
5: this too from last Crafted
2: of pale bone or silver This headband features a snarling wolf's head Centered on the wearer's forehead The wearer gains cold resistance Ten, boom Once per day, the wearer may transform into a large white-furred wolf for 11 minutes. (laughs) In addition, once per day, the wearer may breathe a 30-foot cone of cold that deals 76 points of cold damage. Seven die six. Reflex DC 16 for half. The wearer may use this breath weapon even when transformed into the Winter Wolf. Wow. We could cause a lot of trouble in that wolf cave. Head out of here. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Start Get some fights. That. This is my <laughs> cave, bitch. <laughs> there is also an ivory cameo of a chelish woman worth 250 gold pieces, seven amethysts worth 50 gold pieces each, 130 platinum pieces, 4,260 gold pieces, and 7,834 silver pieces. Wow. What a haul. I'm that is so a pretty good haul. I've and, never, and a map. Never been happier for stone counting. I just wrote, and lots of other stuff. <laughs> so theres I'm going to email it to you, Matt. There is a chance.
1: You're telling me there's a chance that we could have gone through this room and never seen this little treasure trove You're telling me you would have let us walk out of here Without yeah. that
2: map Without uh, that stuff If you had really failed horribly on the checks I would have given you the map and not given you the stuff Wow Because the map kind of neat. Yeah I'd be like oh but you also find a map You tripped over it on your way out It's a mural on the wall It's a map It's tucked in the Skirkatla's armor It says Ash Peak mm. Cool So that's That's the situation other situation you have is that with Skirkotla dead you now have her gear specifically her armor which Brander has demanded of you the last thing he said to you in that dream if you're to trust the dreams do what you think is right Baron.
4: what do you want to do
1: we have to talk about it before we leave this place Do we give Brander this armor I know we can certainly use it For bait For you to learn more Metra I don't know if we can even Touch this man He's so powerful This might be a means to an end To get more information on him Or it may be an opportunity to Barter But I don't like making deals With people that evil
4: What is to be gained from him I don't know. And what if we don't give him the armor? What if we take it and go about our lives?
0: I don't know. It seems strange to me. I don't mind giving him the armor. It's not has no value to me. It doesn't seem like something so powerful to let him do more than he can already do. But yet, he needs us to take it. He can't just come in here and take it from Skikotla himself. There's Baron Ashpeak here that killed Skikotla. He's the one powerful enough to do it. Does that mean you're more powerful than Brander, Baron? I don't know. I don't think so. I agree with you. But he's a... He's a vexing figure. I'll tell you that. I don't understand his motives. I can't wrap my head around what he's doing here. He swears he's not our enemy. But yet... Feels like he's playing us.
4: He is my enemy.
0: Yeah, he's mine too. Put
3: my ward, my charge in a state, vegetative state. It's my duty to bring him out of it.
1: I, uh, I think he may be, uh, he might have compromised me a bit. I've been seeing him in dreams. What? walked into rooms seen a child i once promised a better world for there heard him talk to me offered me items he seems to be threatening me but also strangely giving me a, a choice I don't know what any of it means The only thing I Want to do is to stop him But stop him from what? I I don't know That's
0: what we don't know Stop him from Whatever his plan is But we don't know his plan It puts us at a disadvantage
1: What Do all of you think
0: I don't know if we
3: can I don't know if we can beat him I've never faced this person I don't know but I think that um, we have the option of trying to bait him in so they can confront him I mean I, I'd certainly you know be in favor of trying my hand against him or uh, you know we can give up the armor you know see if uh, see if that mollifies him somehow and we can benefit from that I don't know
4: what negotiation is there with a man who wears my daughter's face
3: well well, there is that and I understand (laughs) there's a personal aspect to a lot of this so
4: I've seen you face down the armies of darkness what does one man scare you Jimmer
3: Oh, no, no. It ain't that I'm scared. I'm just trying to be practical. And uh, I respect the pain and the hardship that you've had to go through and your stakes in all this, But, uh, and I'm perfectly willing to fight this person, but I'm just trying to act tactically here and see what our best options are.
1: I think that the only option, now that I... Try to fully take in the breadth and depth of his plans and the absolute evil emanating from that armor is to destroy the armor. Unless we think we can leverage it and somehow change his mind.
0: Ah, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it, Baron. I think Metro, no disrespect, but I think that I don't think we can beat him I've I've been in the room with him There's a feeling about him that shakes me to my core I'm not the most I'm not the bravest man That's for sure But I, I feel like he's got something Happening there that I don't quite understand And if maybe Maybe If you want to see him If you want a chance To Face him Well, the armor might just give you that chance But I don't know that we could beat him I don't know that going in fatten is the way to go Maybe you just give it to him Ask him what he's doing here Try to get the information out of him Find a weakness we can explore it later So I I, I don't know Metri, I just met you I don't know what you're capable of, but Nah, it's like has said If you want me to go against him I mean I will But I just don't think he'd let it happen Seems to me he's got all the control here
4: I can't see it giving him what he wants I just can't see it If the option is Give him the armor or destroy the armor I would destroy the armor
0: But do we even have the means to destroy it?
4: Well, this brings up an excellent
1: question. We kind of haphazardly, before we went north last episode, Baron did a quick spellcraft on it. Are there any other applicable checks we could learn about destroying it or any other uh, info about this armor? You can roll religion or history. I'll try religion.
5: Uh 19. Mm. Ooh, 21. Ooh. Ooh.
2: Religion. So, religion. Okay. So, you know, you know the morgues are kind of a perfect example. Um, it makes sense why they were so close to her uh, throne room. The way morgues are created, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or not, because you didn't fight them. It's like the worst, most horrible serial killers and whatnot. When they die, their evil like brings them back to life and transforms them into these horrible, horrible creatures. So this was like giants that were... So just pure embodiments of evil uh, that came I mean, back, like chaotic as these evil, mor- yeah, yeah, chaotic evil that came back as these morgues. With a grave knight, it's very very similar. They're almost they're sort of analogous to uh, liches in a way, and their spirit lingers on in their armor. Hmm. In order to destroy a grave knight's armor, you either have to disintegrate it. Throw it into a volcano, or bring it to the positive energy plane. (laughs) (laughs) Disintegrate it sounds like an option. Uh, Active volcano. We only know of dormant volcanoes. We only know of dormant volcanoes right now, (laughs) sadly. And bringing it to the positive energy plane. You may have knowledge arcana. Yeah, or knowledge planes. Knowledge planes. I have both of those. Which one? Planes make more sense. I rolled terribly. Hmm. Fifteen. Fifteen on planes. Planes. Yeah, you would know that no, none of you could survive actually going to the positive energy plane. Very cool. It's just we like... Never survive it's the such blinding positive plane. light, it would disintegrate.
3: Actually, there's a story. There's the uh, um, uh, Lovecraft Country. Uh, the books that are being turned into a show, I think that... Uh, Jordan Peele was working. Yeah, at. I've heard of the show. They have they, the, one of the one of the stories like they talk about like what the theory behind like positive energy, positive energy, mm-hmm. being kind of horrifying, because they say like in 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 the, the the author like I can't remember, but they talk about like this being exposed to positive energy, it kind of like strips away anything that makes you you, and just leaves
5: the essence. Just the life force.
3: Yeah. And it's like it strips away like anything kind of distinctive about your personality or your person and it just like boom, you're just like wow. stripped of all this. So it's like even though it's positive energy, it's just like it's it's awful. Yeah.
5: So yeah. So that just you saying that like made me think of of, yeah. of that. Yeah. So Dalgraith knows yeah. this. He knows this about the armor. And as you're saying this aloud. He has this thought, yeah, says it aloud. Yeah. And it's just thinking
0: Well, maybe it's her spirit he's looking for. Maybe he's trying to connect to it, commune with it, learn something from it. She, he's, he's given us these clues with what he's done with your daughter. He's he's trying to extend his life. Baron said that, well, you intimated that he was undead, but he's not. He's very much alive, but he's taking on these attributes of undeath. Maybe this woman, this giant's ability to raise and live for 350 years Is something he wants to research deeply And it's within her armor that he can do it It brings him closer to immortality So maybe you're right Maybe it is a disintegrate It's not a simple warding piece of armor when it comes to him It could be something far greater and far more devastating if we let it get in his hands well,
1: it's simple to me He's seeking out some of the most powerful and good people I've ever seen And trying to take something away from him He did it to Galabras He did it to Della And now, even though I don't care about this Dead witch, Skirkatla She is, no doubt, one of the most powerful souls, spirits, and energies I've ever come across And nothing good can come from Brander having access to that so, I think if you're willing, please help us destroy this armor, Metra. I must see him.
0: Disintegrated in front of his face. I'll Let it. him look at it and then yes.
4: burn it right yes. in front of
0: him. See what he does. Get his reaction. That'll teach us
4: more than anything else. Gods help me, but. I haven't seen my daughter in a very long time. And even if he stole her face, it would be one glimpse that I'd never got to have.
5: (laughs) Dograith looks at Baron like, ooh, like, (laughs) dude, might not be a good idea.
1: (laughs) One other option. Can I somehow. Use magical device on the scroll To shoot that armor to the plane of positive energy
2: You The plane shift would allow you to go to the uh, Plane of positive energy You'd have to take it with you But you would disintegrate It's worth it dude
3: (laughs) You can't can't let Brander have it I could
4: also cast one spell (laughs) You You only have five five a day
3: Yeah He could do it
2: And it would be A a consumable item (laughs) It begs the question Why Brander gave that Yeah no That's fucking me up Real hard Real hard And it's even trickier Because she could Just disintegrate it Right now But she doesn't want to Because she knows That might keep him away Very tricky Oh this is hard (laughs) This is so hard This is uh How is he to find us
1: What did he tell you He told us That when we exited The crypt He'd be there And that he would want to collect Upon what is owed him
4: Immediately upon our exit We also don't have to exit the way he expects But don't forget what he told you in your dream, Baron
0: What's he holding over you? What's he gonna do if you don't give him the armor? How's he gonna punish you?
1: I have in my entire journey fighting against this man and the giants that conspire to take over this world never bowed down to threats against my person or those around me. And if he were to do something like that, he could do it at any time, at any moment. I will not be blackmailed. If he takes anything else away from me, Just be digging another hole in my heart And it's vast, my friend There's room for more But it seemed to me that this
0: child Meant something to you Something a little more Personal And you're willing to let that go
1: I'm not gonna Be willing to go another moment Without saying her name Sharing it with you Her name's Aubrey Parents were dead Killed by giants. Outside of Schinnerman's fortune. I... Told her grandmother. That I would fight for her. That I would move forward. Use her spirit as... Something to inspire me. Something... And someone... That could... Live her life and enjoy the world. That me and my partners... My friends, all of whom are dead now, were going to provide her. But there's only so much a man can do, and all I can do is fight what's in front of me. And if there's a son of a bitch that can enter my dreams and teleport all over the world and threaten to kill a baby, there's nothing I can do about that. But what I can do is I can destroy this armor before he ever gets his fucking hands on it. Can't let him have it! Sounds like a decision's been made.
0: As long as you're willing to do it, Metra. Perhaps we draw him out into the open. You get to look for yourself. Yes.
4: And then do it. And then I'll disintegrate it.
1: I just don't like... Personally, Grant does not like the idea of, like... He's so extra magical, he could just pop in before... Yeah. Or I also don't like... And I don't... Matthew's here, so that's weird. But, like, I don't like the headspace where Metra's at seeing her daughter and not being able to pull the disintegrate trigger.
4: I don't like that either. Does he have some sort of... There's some sort of reason he can't enter the tomb?
0: Not one we've found. Not one that's obvious. I have an it's idea. It's a mystery.
4: What? We can put, we can put, we can put the... Uh, we can take the armor into the pocket dimension of your your breastplate yeah i was thinking about something like that but and then when you and you know when he after we negotiate with brander or either either the either in the breastplate or in the ethereal plane well
1: the problem is if i say the and i'm not in the armor like i could bring it with me i guess but
4: yeah or i, I mean the and if you use the cloak you go you and everything you're holding goes into the ethereal plane
1: yeah i just he's so fucking magical
4: that i don't i don't know anything Bring it with us. I'll do it. Trust me, I have no compunction about doing it in front of him. All right. And I'll take
0: the cloak and go into the ethereal plane just in case. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. See ya. See ya.
3: I'll be back. Good luck with Brandon. I'll be back. (laughs) Bye.
4: See ya. (laughs) <laughs> so what's, a, what's our plan? Teleport to the entrance of the cave? Since we can't walk out? Oh, right. Out? We can't even
5: walk out. No, we'll teleport, yeah, to the little house we were in. Uh, yeah. Wait we can from do that. There. Wait oh, for my there. God. It's so awful. I just want to destroy it now, but I also want to give
1: Metra Baron feels like he owes Metra the opportunity to see this bastard. The only reason he's not demanding it be done right now, right in this in this room.
5: We just also don't so know that itch. he wouldn't show his face if we destroyed it. Yeah. You might be like pissed and show
2: up Yeah But I don't know uh, So You want to teleport out Or do you want to destroy it here Teleport out Teleport out Roll a Ugh, D100 Fuck I hate it Well it's It's different now
5: It's weird with Metra Yeah Metra's Personal. Screwing everything up Yeah I mean And she kind of has this Like ability to call the shots That's the mom Yeah exactly
2: A bereft mother
5: You're like Yes Mrs. Nine Ten <laughs> <laughs> 10, you're all right.
2: <laughs> you're those are very low numbers. Yeah, you're very, very low. Boom, boom, And you're back in that, uh, was it a tannery, I think? Yeah. Um, Smells good. Stinking tanner. Oh. Stinks of. Worse. Uh, now we wait. What's the plan, plan? Outside of Brander?
0: What'd you see on that map, Baron? What's your plan?
1: I, uh,. I've heard of Kragadan before. I've always uh... Kragadan, yes. you of course you know. Of course I forgot. I, know, I Kragadan. forgot. I was standing next to Taugrith. This tall son of a bitch over here and this blue skin lady really uh, threw me off. Don't oh. have blue skin. Oh, sorry. I was just, thinking about your dead daughter. It's just that sort of pale. Have blue skin either. It's just so pale. You pay pay about, you're embarrassing out. yourself. Oh, right. It was the hair. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we're keeping that in. He's uh,
4: uh, drinking a habanero beer.
1: Yeah, no. It's not about alcoholism. It's about not caring about you as a person or as a player.
4: Uh, no. Wow!
5: Really, right? It's a joke.
4: That's a real right joke. Turn.
5: Like yeah. Um, all right, so Grant's. Grant, Grant your, reminds me of Brander. Send me your receipt. <laughs> Grander. Grander. Grander?
2: Oh, no.
4: No, it's him. <laughs>
5: Disintegrate. Um, (laughs) I
2: disintegrate you.
1: So, uh, yeah, I think that might be the best place to feel inspired and also get our hands on the best wares that we could possibly have before going
2: to Ash Peak. Yeah, and, you know, you can resize weapons there as well, I'm sure. It's a huge settlement, and they're dwarves. They're going to be able to have that access. You're just not going to have the magical powers of the Forge to do it.
4: Uh, quickly or. i mean is it worth establishing a base of a base at the at the forge at the cathedral since we lost that but that was always a convenient place to go back and i'm, I'm talking as matthew now and yeah. like, there are ways we can get there i mean i can fly we have the broom of overland flight the broom of overland flight will fly 40 hours a day i did the math.
1: It
2: flies nine hours a day. 40 hours a day. Or, I'm sorry, 40, 40 miles, it's an 40 miles room. a day. Look at yeah. the uh, map there. I mean, it's pretty far. It's far. It's really far. If uh, the distance
5: between uh, Ash Peak and Skierguard is 100, 100 miles, yeah. you're talking about roughly 200 to 300 miles. Yeah.
4: It's also, uh, however, it's not that far from true now. Yeah you could definitely yeah, go back to, to true now and on, then fly we could all, all pop back to true now and then fly in
1: i like having Menderhalls valley as kind of a bastion of hope for like the world beyond again talking as grant i like the idea of seeing this little temple get built up but
5: also that's stone skin oh uh, yeah stone skin's pretty good but i think you just fly there i mean there's no reason we can't take a couple days yeah while you journey there you go to true now Leave you guys we, at Trunel. I don't think we even need to go to Trunel. I don't think you we need to, to go to Trunel. You want to wait here? Did you say you think we need to go? No, I don't. I think no. we. But I think
3: there's. It would behoove us to go to the cathedral, establish yeah like a presence there, know how to teleport back there when yeah. we wanted to because it really is like a, a valuable kind of base yeah to operate out of with with the resizing with all the 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 buffs that we can get from the forge
5: yeah I just don't feel the rush you know what I mean I think we take the time for you to get uh, Metro to get to the cathedral you should also get to Skelt that you don't have to but I mean I mean we could could while you make the journey there we could travel to Skelt um, and meet you back in Skelt just so that we can get off this mountaintop you know get some cooler uh, or uh, warmer temperatures and um, rest and food and proper lodging and whatever even if it, it takes a couple days hmm. you can fly to the cathedral and then fly to Skelt and then we can all teleport back to the cathedral
4: yeah or I could go with you to Skelt all tra- we all travel to Skelt over land yeah fly the I, I fly the cathedral with Baron and then come g- grab you yeah Skelt. sure that, that works
1: like a great
5: plan I love it I love you as a person and a player <laughs> there you go well that was a change of heart it <laughs> mm. <That> happened fast <laughs> But speaking of change of heart, I don't
0: I don't want to speak for everyone else, but I understand, Baron, why you want to go to Kragadan and I'd love to see it myself. But on to Ash Peak to this giant training camp I want to make sure we're all doing it for the right reasons, I mean Why, Metra, do you want to continue on this way? New Jimmer all the way south To some giant camp. What's your end in all this?
4: What's yours?
0: Fortune and glory? Please. (laughs) I I always give up the wrong vibe, Baron. That's not what I'm trying to... He looks over at Baron, like, kind of seriously. He's just like... I don't... I'm not very good with, uh clever speeches uh saying what I feel in a in a concise way but I'll i'll just say that this this man here well i'm not a hundred percent sure but i'm I'm pretty sure that he saved my life, and uh I think that means he's my friend, and i don't uh What's out of my hands, Baron? It's a a policy. It's a death bringer policy. You saved my life. You're my friend.
1: And wherever you go, at least for now, I'm with you. And I'll tell you one thing, Metron Jimmer. This man is my friend, and his fame not only precedes him, as you've heard about his daring dues all across this land. But it also hides the man He's not a coward He's not after money and glory He could have left at any time He could have turned and run He could have gone off with his wealth And retired and been around Wine and women all day long But he stuck it out He's just trying to make sure In his own way That you're here for the same reasons he is
3: I gotta say I I don't care about any of this this is not my fight. I, I don't. I don't have any truck with any like world and conspiracies or you know, conquests. It, it's not my fight. But I'm here because I believe that this is where the boy needs me to be. I believe that, and so I'm here now because I think this is where Galabras needs and wishes me to be. So if that's where the fight takes me down into the ash peak, gates of hell, whatever, I'll I'll follow it. I'll be there. I'll be there for him.
4: Sheriff. It sounds like you were one of the best friends my daughter ever had. I want to face Brander now. If we survive I'm at your service A deputy If you will
2: No No <laughs> <laughs>
1: Baron Don't give me a Nod Badge or anything then. No, Baron nods Take this
2: <laughs> Put it <laughs> on your cloak
1: And then he, he feels Underneath his winter clothes Like he slides his hand Underneath and touches the badge he got in true now and he just
5: nods at her and smiles do you know for uh i, I don't know off the top of my head how long Dalgraith has been in the show mhm in real time is it time like 15 episode episodes to, um, since four bear's death yeah four bear's death uh, sure. i can't quite remember but i've never talked about who plays him <laughs>
2: Yes, you have. You never cast it? You told us in the first episode. I did? Yeah. I,
5: I mean, think I don't know. You did. Is, so you, I must, you, you must did. have told I, me at some point. I
4: don't think I ever said who can, Well, who is plays it? Him. Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mouth it to you. Okay. And you tell me. Yeah. 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 So I must know for some reason. I don't even know. I think what? you just saw my character sheet. Who? <laughs> I, I swear you told us. <laughs> who
2: is it? And we don't know. Uh, it's played by Colin Farrell. Oh. You definitely told us. What? Me. I, no, we never heard that. I didn't I know that. You told Matthew at Pillow Talk. Uh, yeah. yeah What he slept
4: over Yeah, yeah What he slept over that, that night That sleepover we yeah, had he's, um, he's Colin Farrell No Colin Yeah Colin Let's Farrell I don't kind of video If I play video, video games All night long It's like It's going to
5: bed. There was this movie He did uh, The Deer Something it was, uh, Anyway he, he looks older now You know what I mean Like I remember him As this like young hotshot, Yeah Sort of guy Which is like Part of the, the Oh The Lobster uh, The Lobster Is one of my Favorite movies yeah. I've seen in the past Like five years Oh, yeah. That's so, perfect. So this, ver- this version of him. But, you know, like... Oh, yeah. You know, oh, like, oh, that's great. In his time, beard. he's like a... Uh, you know, he's a fucking hot shot. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a, a ladies' man or whatever. Yeah. But now he's older and he's uh, got a, a
2: black and gray and a salt and pepper. Um, yeah. TLC. Anyway. Salt and pepper, um, All right. So you're in this cabin. You've all talked to It seems like you're all of a similar purpose now and you're just waiting for Brander. Yeah. Time passes. No one knocks at the door. I assume you're looking out from time to time towards the front of the tomb. Maybe you send uh, Dogwraith out invisible or something just to make sure. Knowing full well he probably has invisibility. If he can turn into a fucking dragon, yeah. he no, probably I mean, has all that stuff. I don't know what type honestly, of Honestly, I think Dogwraith might
5: go out not invisible. Yes. Just be like, just stand out there. Because he's so convinced that mm-hmm. this guy doesn't get his kicks by just showing up and killing people. Like, he's got
2: some weird game going on. Yeah. Day turns into night and he never comes.
0: I don't know what he's playing at. This might have been part of the manipulation itself just telling us about the armor. Well, you do what you want with it. Disintegrate now or later. Doesn't matter. Either way, I think we need to start making our way to skeleton. If he meets us on the way, so be it. Keep it for now, then.
4: Okay. Delay while we move on. Baron doesn't like the idea of delaying,
1: but... Sometimes against it's the best strategy. Well, no, just on the item existing still, because it's so evil. But because of everything he's gone through, he's just, you know, muddling over in his head. He's fucked up, lost all these companions and stuff. He's going to let it
2: slide and uh, we'll move on. All right, so you hold on to the armor or you throw it in the bag or... Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah,
3: I got I got a handy haversack. I'll throw it
2: Jimmer the- seems the least corruptible out of all of us, uh, so well, I, I kind of want I, him I, to have
3: I, it. I, I don't care. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to...
2: <laughs> Jimmer holds it in his hand. You have a handy haversack too, right? I have a bag of holding. Bag yeah. of holding, so that's probably where you put... Yeah, that's where, where I, I put it, it the in first Pembroke's time. Hamburg's Yeah. Um, all right, so Jimmer holds the... <laughs> what do we do with the bodies? Uh, we didn't talk what, that. Yeah, I mean, that's a summer. the
5: It's another thing I felt like we talk about is, like, we'll get them back to Skelt or something like that before. Yeah. yeah.
2: So imagine yeah. this, rather than playing this all out, like um, Dalgrith and Jimmer would probably make the trip to Skelt. We're all going to go to Skelt. No, we're all going to go to Skelt. We're all all going to hike together. Hike to Skelt. What was it, like three days or four days? It's going to take three days to get to Skelt. From Skelt, then what? You're going to fly to the Mindspins to yep. fly to the Cathedral of Minderhall while Jimmer and... Because Baron has to go with you to direct yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, while Jimmer and Dalgraith stay in Skelt. Skelt and deal with,
5: you know... And report everything that happened right, let and, them and let them know they're safe, at least, from that encroaching
2: giant camp, Frost Giant camp. All right, so then you go on to fly to the Cathedral of Minderhall, which I'll say takes another... Uh, Three days, you know So you like fly, land, camp Mm, me, fly, oh me fair. God, so many
5: amazing well you know i'm just, just looking at, at skelt
2: i think you could probably do that in two days be back to skelt in a total of three days if you look at the map there like you're yeah, flying you to, yeah as the crow flies like I mean, it, you can cover a lot of ground yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so let's say by the time you're all back in skelt and ready to go five days meet fair and shake hands nice to meet uh, you five and a half <laughs> six yo. days almost a week yeah
1: oh ralph yeah six days love him
2: um yeah, you do the whole meet and greet, now you know
4: I spent you know, a couple hours there it's Yeah, so really
2: I'd take it all in The whole surrounding area Could teleport back there uh-huh. very easily So at least it's seen casually And then <laughs> Taking uh- take 20 <laughs> And then you can boom, Teleport back to Skelt Right, All right. that was are the all, idea are
4: The only place we know in Skelt, which is that one hotel room
2: <laughs> that's right
4: no
5: no no we got a new place now we <laughs> liked there so now you can pick anywhere we different, can, different oh, take a, take
3: a, i'm sure they're sick of us popping up can we go straight to the bottle service area where
2: Dalgirth and baron got to know each
1: other and be like listen i'm gonna trade in a few of these amethysts to get
2: you some bottle service big guy come on jim <laughs> uh and then from skelt are you going to crack I think so. Yeah, yeah. You could uh, teleport to Skirguard if you want to save some time, because you do know what Skirguard looks like. Uh, I'm not going to have your old D100s for these, because uh, you know we're just moving things along here. So you teleport to guard. We'll say it's now uh, day
4: day day seven. I passed all my teleports. Okay, good.
2: Uh, can we reserve
5: the right to retroactively do some like uh, deal with the remains? Yeah, like I don't yeah. want to rush that,
2: but because like, no, no, like, no. I
5: have some ideas, but I don't want to bog it down
2: right now. Yeah, yeah, I kind well, of want to keep things okay. shopping, but yeah, and shopping that's fine. And, et and shopping and, and the remains, but you're dealing with the remains in Skelt. Well, right? I, I don't know. No. So, like, you know, let me just retroactively. Yeah, yeah. You can think deal about this. It. Maybe you want to go back to the cathedral and do something. I'm trying proper. to think of the individual characters. Yeah. We might not even
5: want to bury them on this continent. You know what I mean? So there's there's things to think about.
2: Yeah. Um, but now you make your way to Kragadan. Um, you know, from Skirgard, it's twelve. Days on foot? Can you cast communal fly
4: metro? Or that's only ten? Only what, like twelve minutes? So You're pretty much hoping it. We're hoping Even it. if we We're jump it. on the elephant, like you're I mean, I, I definitely think we should jump on the elephant. But I don't know the <laughs> elephant. But is, I, don't, uh, I
5: don't even know if we all ride on an elephant. I don't know. Is, I mean, one of us can ride on the broom. We can also just travel for ten, twelve days. Yeah. It's not, you know, that's normal.
2: <laughs> Somewhere around. Um Day ten, you're camping uh, near the confluence of the Deep Cut and the Meredith River. You see the those two uh, those two uh, rivers that sort of connect. They're just uh, east of Glimmerhold and north of Cragadan. So you probably have got another four or five days, three or four days, to get to Cragadan from there. And, and what's the weather
5: like? Is it just like temperate? Like, is it fall? Is it it's chilly? It's late fall. Late fall, no. late late fall now.
2: Late chilly. Late fall. It'll be winter soon. Um, camping one night, and you got your watches and whatnot. You wake up in the morning, and something seems a little off. Let me roll a perception check. Oh, dear. God damn it. 7B stick. 35. 22. 30. Jimmy, you see that your handy haversack is untied.
4: And wide open. Oh. oh, hell. Oh, hell. Grant's very upset.
3: Oh. I wanted.
4: You should have killed me when you had the chance!
2: <laughs> but that's not all. Roll a survival check Uh, 21 21 You see Not too far away from the camp A series of footprints That start out small And then become Very, very large Like something had been crawling And changing along the way and then left as a giant we'll see you next week oh shit oh, oh my god <laughs> oh
4: shit <laughs> oh my god oh my god, <laughs> oh god. Oh.
5: grad you were you made such huge mistakes
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so great so mad. man so fucking
4: mad <laughs>